Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen and amen. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Even as we be seated in heavenly places, we give God the glory, give God the praise. We give Him the honor for what He continues to do in our lives. I'm kind of thinking about what is happening universally. I realize that increasingly the devil, the devil knows that his time is short. That is why he's doing everything possible. The devil has increased his activities, increases his work rate, trying to steal people from the kingdom. Because he knows his days are short. So he's presenting so many things for people. And unfortunately, you find some Christians who are believing those things and they are falling, you know, to what the devil is trying to do you know as we're praying that the lord dropped this scripture in my spirit genesis chapter 4 genesis chapter number 4 i read from verse number 1 genesis 4 from verse number 1 it says now adam knew his wife and she conceived and bore Cain, and said i have acquired a man from the lord then she bore again this time his brother and his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fats. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. You know, sometimes we think we are doing something for God. But the question is that what you are doing for God, is God appreciating it? Does God respect what you are doing? Because it's not like, oh, every offering is offering. That's, that's what we, we can learn from here. Cain brought an offering. Abel to brought an offering. But not every offering is offering. Amen, somebody. Not every offering is accepted by God. Because one offering is accepted and the other one is rejected. Because the other one brought an offering that came from the heart and of value to God. So God said, at this one, I respect this offering. but this one, I don't respect it. Verse 4. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? Can we read the next verse together? Verse 7. One to go. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and it desires for you but you should rule over it. Did you see that? He said, if you do what is right, I'm going to accept you. 
and accept what you do. But it's saying that sin is lying at the door. And the desire of sin is to steal you. But you must rule over it. Now, this has to do with somebody, Cain, who was not even born again at that time. Cain, who was not born again at that time, was told to rule over sin. How much more you who is born again now? Cain, who had lost the nature of God in terms of when, um, because of his father, Adam, and then has fallen in sin, he was being told to rule over sin. How much more you that you have been taken out of sin? Are you here with me, somebody? Because, because he did what was not right before God, sin was looking to take advantage of God not accepting his offering. And of course, sin indeed took advantage of Cain. And Cain went to kill his brother. And that was what God was warning him about. He was telling him that, hey, sin is out there looking for you. Sin wants to use you to kill your brother. But make sure you rule over sin. So it's not everything that you do for God that pleases God. There are people who just, you know, uh, remember in the book of Luke, Jesus went to the temple and people were giving offering. And the one woman, a widow, we call it a widow's mind, she came and gave her last. What did Jesus say? Jesus said that this woman has given more than all of the other ones because the other ones out of the abundance they have given. But this woman, out of all that she has, she has given. In other words, not every offering you give is pleasing to God. The offering that comes from your heart, the offering that you have made up your mind that this is what I want to give to God, those are the things that when you do for God, God, God accepts. You know, there are some people when, when they want to do something for God, they, they do because others are doing it. Not because they want to do it. Not because they have made up their mind that they want to do it. But because others are doing it. I pray that from today you will do what pleases God. Because our entire life hinges on the fact that we are supposed to do what pleases God, not what pleases us. We must always do what God will accept, not what God will not accept. Because what is the use? If I am doing something for God and God does not accept, what is the use? Now, if you want to buy me a gift, for example, and then you go to the market and then you buy the gift and you bring the gift to me and I don't accept the gift. Mean that all of the effort you put into the going to buy is, is useless. So that is why if you want to do something, you must find out what the person wants. Find a way of finding out so that when you buy the thing for the person, the person can accept. In other words, what you do for God, you must make sure that God is accepting whatever you are doing. And that's where the blessing comes. You know, you know there's a saying that when you go to him, you do what? You do what women do. It's not what they say. So why is it that many people are born again and they are in Christ, but they are not doing what we are supposed to do in Christ? But if you are supposed to do what Romans do when you go to Rome, then it presupposes that when you are in Christ, you must do what Christ also does. Are you here with me? When you become a Christian, you must do what is expected of a Christian. You must do what God accepts and approves that every child of God must do. And that is what we are going to learn this morning. Amen. Are you here? Take your Bibles, your Jota, everything. 
I want to see you taking notes because I'm going to share some verses, some few scriptures, and then we'll be out of here. Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. If you are there, we read verse number 14. Amen, somebody. So that is what happened. And it shall be your testimony in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah. So we make sure that she has a Bible. And every morning, open your Bible and read something in your Bible. So now, yes, you should, you should look into the Bible. So Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14. Can we all read it together? One to go. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Amen. So, in John chapter 4, verse 24, Jesus said, God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So, the moment you get born again, the moment you get into Christ, what has happened is that, like in the, in the, in the saying that we said in Rome, you go to what Romans do. The moment you land into Christ, you know that you, know that you have landed in the spirit. So, take the spirit to be like the womb. So, if I am supposed to do what the Romans do, then also in Christ, am I supposed to do what the spirit does? And that is why he says that as many that are led by the spirit, these are sons of God. Because if you are in Christ, you are supposed to be living in the spirit. Amen. You are supposed to be working in the spirit, talking in the spirit, behaving in the spirit, thinking in the spirit, and acting in the spirit. Everything about you is spiritual. You know what I just said? Everything about us in Christ is spiritual. There is no flesh and blood thing in there. Everything about us is spiritual. So, understanding eternal life means that I have the acceptance, I have the mentality and the mindset that I am living in the spirit. Say, I'm living in the spirit. Now, if I am in the spirit, listen, a lot of people think that uh, to be spiritual is, is not a cool thing. It is a cool thing. It is a life. I told you last week, animals have their lives. Plants have their life. The, the sun has its own life. Okay? The clouds, they are out there because that is how they are supposed to be. I get what I'm saying. If the sun does not shine, it means the sun is not living its life. If the moon does not give out light in the evening, it means the moon is not living its life. Everybody and everything God created, they are living their lives. Those who are not born again, those who are not spiritual, are they not living their life? They are living their life. Those who are in the flesh, we are going to look at it very soon. They are behaving the way they are supposed to be. Because that is their natural life. If somebody is not born again, and the person is a liar, who can't trust him, the wedding troll. Eh, no, my man. No, no, no. That is how the person is supposed to live his life. 
Intimo, if somebody is not born again and a person lies, can lie and can lie, don't be surprised because that person is a liar. He's a born liar. But you cannot be born again and in the spirit and be lying. That is where the difference comes. Because now that I am born again and I am in the spirit, as in I am in Rome, I must begin to do what Romans do. I must begin to behave that I am spiritual. So if I used to lie, but now that I am in Rome, i.e. I am in the spirit and I am in Christ, I must not lie again. Because I cannot be behaving like I am still not born again. And this is how we must understand that this is how we must live our lives. I mean, eh, say, it's after all, if you are not born again and you don't go to church, what is the news in that? There's no breaking news in there. But if you are born again and you don't go to church, there's a big question mark. I say, you find people today, you find somebody that says, I used to be a Christian, I'm no more a Christian. Hey, I, I used to go to church, I, I don't longer go to church again. There is a problem with that. Amen, somebody. Whatever we have become in Christ, we must exemplify it. We must live it. It is our lifestyle. Amen. We cannot be living, oh, today I am, I am hot. Tomorrow I am cold. No, 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 no. If I am in the spirit, I must be in the spirit 24-7, 365 days in a year. It's not like today, I will go like how some people have been behaving. Today, they will go to the uh, uh, juju man. Go and take something, put it in their pocket. Tomorrow, you find them in church. I say, ah, Mimia, if you had yourself one, 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 two, one, ba, you don't touch you. Intermittent of it. How can you be in Christ and have the mentality of the world? It's not possible. So, the goal is this if you are a Christian, then what shows that you are Christian, what shows that you are born again, is when you are being led by the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to be led by the Holy Spirit? It means to be guided by the Holy Spirit. When you are born again, now all my actions, everything that I do, must be guided by the Holy Spirit. Are you here with me, somebody? The flesh always want to sleep. The flesh always want to think evil. The flesh always feel tired. But when we are in the spirit, it's a different ball game. Are you here with me, somebody? Now let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter number 5. Galatians chapter number 5. Galatians chapter number 5. We're going to read from verse 16. When you connect this to Romans chapter 8, 14, you're going to understand it clearer. He said, I said, then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. So you see, if I become very spiritual, meaning that the things of the flesh, I will not do them. The word fulfill means that you are doing them. So when I walk in the spirit, it means that what usually I would do in the flesh, I will not do them again. 
Amen. Are you here? If I used to lie still, that is something of the flesh. But now in the spirit, I cannot because I am in the spirit. I am doing what Romans do. I am doing what spiritual people do. If I am spiritual and I have eternal life, means that I cannot be living like the way I used to be living when I'm in the flesh. Amen. Are you here? And it says, For the flesh lasts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Amen. Now let me explain this point. When you read the book of um, 2 Timothy, the Bible says that the law is made for the lawless. And so the law is not for the righteous. I know what I'm saying. The law is not for the righteous. In other words, God gave the law to regulate carnal nature. Because God wanted them to behave like people who are in the spirit, but they were not in the spirit. So because they were not in the spirit, God gave them laws to, to tame their flesh desires. So when you go through the laws that God gave to Moses to the children of Israel, he told them, first of all, you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Is that what he said? And then he said, you love your neighbor as yourself. Now, under normal circumstances, somebody who is in the flesh will never love God. Will never have anything to do with God. There are many people who are not born again out there who don't have anything to do with God. But imagine there was a law in Ghana here. That states that if you don't go to church on a Sunday, you go to jail for 25 years. If there's a law like that in Ghana, you will find everybody in church, even if they don't want to be in church. Because they don't want to go to jail, they will go to church. Are you here to somebody? So that is exactly what God did for the children of Israel. God wanted them to behave like spiritual people. And he knew they were not spiritual people. So the only way he could get them to behave like that was give them laws. Uh, do you understand? And that is why Paul is saying that now if you are in the spirit, you are no longer under the law. Why? Because if you are born into the family of God and you are born into the spirit, you don't need any law to tell you to go to church. You don't need any, any law to tell you to forgive. You don't need any, any law to tell you don't kill your neighbor or don't go and commit social immorality. You don't need any law because now you have the very nature of God to do the things that God is expecting of you. Are you ready to somebody? And that is a big difference between the law, okay, and those of us who are in Christ. So when you find people saying, okay, hey, the, uh, the law of Moses is still relevant in our day. It's still relevant, yes, to those who are not in the spirit. But the moment you get into the spirit, you don't even need the law. Because by my nature, by my DNA, I know I'm, I'm supposed to pray. I don't need any law to tell me to pray. I know I'm supposed to give. I don't need any law to tell me to give. I know I'm supposed to forgive. I don't need any law to tell me to forgive. Everything that I do, 
I do because I have the nature and the life to do it. Because I am in room, so I do what the woman do. I you here with me, somebody? That is the beauty. Are you following me? Come on, is someone in the house? Now, verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, madness, drunkenness, rivalry, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. What does it mean to inherit something? <laughs> if we all heard the the uh, the Sir John's uh, will, which that came out. I don't know whether you heard it. <laughs> you see, when the issue came out, all of his Wafasimu men, all of those people, they have become inheritors of all the things that man stole. Stole everything from Ghana, gave it to his his nephews and his family people. See how these politicians are wicked. We give you a job to do, you go and steal, and then you give it to your family members. Now, they have inherited. In other words, they are now possessors of something that was stolen. And, and the word is saying that if you practice the works of the flesh, you will not be able to possess the kingdom of God. In other words, the kingdom of God will not show up in you. I tell you, let me tell you something. I like giving my, my own um, life story because I have I've really encountered God in many, year, many ways. When I got born again, in my early stage, I got born again. And then, you know, I was, I was really on fire for the Lord. I don't know whether I've shared this story before. And then, um, I was dating a lady. To be honest with you, both of us were in the same church. We were all in a life chapel. And we were in, in the ocean department together. I had made up my mind that I was never going to engage myself in certain things again. Because when I got born again, I was having different kind of encounters. Before what I'm going to share happened, two weeks before that, I had a night vision. And in that vision, I saw a giant snake. The snake, the length of that snake is from like a pontoon to this traffic light. And it was so big, so big like from here to the wall. And that snake, so huge, was like swallowing people. So it was in the city, like let's say a car. And that snake well, is so huge that it can destroy buildings and swallow people. So I found myself being chased by this snake. And this snake was killing people, swallowing everyone he meet, that snake meet, it will swallow you. And imagine the length of that snake. And imagine the number of people that snake can swallow. Swallow so many people. And that snake was chasing me. Whilst he was chasing me, he was swallowing people along the line, and I was running. I was, 
sorry i ran and i got to a point in time i was so tired and i wanted to stop running and i said to myself in the vision whatever this snake will do to me i'm tired then i heard a voice again in the vision continue running i have given you the strength to run so i heard that voice in the vision and i continued running and running and there was a very tall wall i met that wall was like times three of this wall and then when i go to that wall and i saw the snake coming killing people i said to myself i was finished and i heard a voice again say you can jump this wall so i went back and before i could realize i scaled that wall i jumped over that wall and the snake couldn't chase me again and i woke up when i woke up guess what my bed was entirely wet i was sweating full of sweat and i realized that this one is not a dream i have a have a real encounter with the devil and god has saved me two weeks later this lady came to visit me and the night before she came to visit i had prayed spent hours praying as soon as this lady got into my room she she took off her clothes and told me that i should sleep with her now i'm sharing this example with you because i want you to learn something why paul said if you walk in the flesh you will not what inherit the kingdom of god this girl did everything and eventually i gave in and we have sex guess what happened after that very moment and this lady left my room it was like god had left me it was like god had left me all of a sudden that power that i felt around me before that had vanished i felt before that girl came it was like something was covering me i felt i was in something all along as soon as that thing happened it was like wind if i'm not family and i have not experienced that for many years all my spiritual work by just one act of sexual immorality had just gone away prophet for seven good months i'll be praying crying to god god forgive me I, seven months i never stopped praying for the forgiveness of god because i didn't feel the power again when i i stood up to pray i didn't feel that power again it's like something i have lost something let, let me tell you hey the way god hates me eh, if you have no idea oh what is so where i said where i keep away with me trying to talk we can talk it will be what you think it is it will be, you know, it's a big deal for god the presence of god left me i'll go to church i'll be sitting now i said this is for me i know myself i said this is for me i know those things when i come to church before that thing when i go to church oh i i i, I I'll be boiling. The word will be coming. And I'll be boiling. I'll be writing. I'll be shouting. I'll be screaming. After that, I go to church. And the man of God is talking. I'll be sitting down looking at him. I don't even have any revelation to write down. I remember I went to church. The whole two hours message. I couldn't even write 
the quotation that was given. I couldn't write it down. Because I, it was like sin had taken over me. I was so full of guilt. And I said, Lord, it's only you that can take me out of this. I wept and I wept and I wept. And one day, I had a vision. And Jesus showed up. And when Jesus showed up, all that he did, he looked at me straight into my eyes. He didn't say anything. And then, he, like, he communicated to me in his eyes. And then I was on a path. And then he redirected me. That, don't be on this path. And I used another path. And when I used that path, that path, a lot of signs and wonders were happening on that road. And that was how Jesus restored me. After that encounter, I realized that I was coming back to myself. And I said, Lord, never will I exchange your glory for anything of the flesh. You find people today, they, can, they go and commit sexual immorality, they go to church, they think it's normal. See, they, God, they think they have God, you don't have anything. Don't let anybody deceive you. And tell you that you can behave anyhow. Because you can pray. Well, because you can read the Bible. I can behave anyhow. No, 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 no. Look at what it says. It says, if you practice the works of flesh, you will, not, you will not possess the kingdom. And remember, the kingdom is not like, oh, we, are, we, we learned it on Friday. You understand what the, the kingdom of God is now. The kingdom of God is a demonstration of power. If, if, you, if you like, if you want to test what I'm saying, if you like, go and try it. <laughs> you will see that God will be so far away from you. Don't go and do it. Because you will miss a lot. So the worst of the flesh. That is why a lot of people, because they are so stuck in their flesh, they cannot do any signs and wonders. They are looking for people to pray for them. Because they themselves, and the attitude of their heart, they cannot do anything for themselves. But God wants you to possess the kingdom. He wants you to have the power and the glory. Amen, somebody. He wants you to show the power. You cannot. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that, that we don't have a high priest. We have a high priest that he was tempted in every way, but he did not sin. Ah, you, when you read the Bible, the Bible says Mary Magdalene, she was very, very beautiful. And she was a prostitute. Imagine a beautiful lady who was a prostitute. Out of him came seven demons. All these ladies, they were always surrounding Jesus. The devil used women to tempt Jesus, but he never sinned. He didn't even conceive it in his mind that, oh, let me do something with one of these ladies. Which they would have gladly done with Jesus if he wanted, but he never did it. He didn't stoop that low. Are you getting what I'm saying? He never practiced anything of the flesh because the flesh can destroy your spiritual nature. Hey, when you practice the flesh, hey, it, it, when God opens your eyes in the spirit, you will see how the flesh attitude is damaging your spiritual solidity. Many, many, many Christians, they are carrying hatred in their heart. Almost thank God for it in their heart. But they come and sit in church. They will go to church and go and pray. Many Christians will go to parties. From there, they will come and sit in church. So as for parties, they are normal. Say that is normal. I told you, you know the things people do in parties? I don't remember the last time I attended parties. Go to parties and they are sharing alcohol. 
and people are drinking. Oh, Bible see you in my own book. Bible find a can actually. And you see Christians who can drink and they'll come and sit in church. So today is Sunday. You know, let me let me let me go to church. That is pure religion and idolatry. You see, this thing we call Christianity. You is something that is dealing with the life. You must live it. Are you with me? We are born again. It didn't say we, we are caught. We are born. Yeah, we are for. Now see I know. You use a standard of the world. Many, many people are in the church. They are using how the world wants us to live. No, no, no. The world cannot tell us how to live. If there's anything at all, we must live our separate life. Let the world also live their life. And then let's see who is the greater one. Look, look at what is going on. Eh? You are here in this church. We are here two years, 2019. Is it right? I'll call it by 2019. Do you know what is now coming out? The church, the church is being misled. I read a document just yesterday. Oma predicted between five to ten years time. Oma mu wo cover vaccine na mu koswa mu wo booster 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 no. Five to ten years time, a lot of people are going to die. Some other Adam. Because even the I was saying it yesterday, right? Also, who some tweets be? Lady, also, I walk Paniano, why, why, Jibusta, three times. Also, three times when you're covered, when you're covered, this year, why frustrated? If the medicine can work, will people still be getting that, that disease? We told you, walk by faith. Oh. Three years now, by the grace of God, when we believed, none has received any COVID in this church. And nobody will get it. You know what is happening in the world? Obviously, apparently, you see, Charlie, we search now for funny here, no. Apparently, COVID, and you know, on more we business, no. A bloody blood clot. Eh? Blood clot. So, we moja a clot. Our system a bit more cool easily. And the man who said blood clot is responsible for a lot of the death. And I was telling them yesterday, some Ghana guy be able to come to America last Thursday. We went from him. We were playing. I'm calling him Jumo. I said blood clot. I call him Jiva Senebi. And then Kofodo Amu Kwani Natoso. Six months now, how will Six months. The more I want, I want, I want to say you are weakening your immune system. Monkey pox. Wickedness. <laughs> Is an abon sam first on no adi ya de bao is our tie and on our prank of four as if the moon plan na movie is yeah no you ask him. Yeah yeah in tuntum in tuntum as is I know I saw it somewhere I didn't even read the article and then Pastor Chris also confirmed it and I've seen some people also talking about it. Since I am manufacturing tuntum or lab as an tuntum no mokawa uh opafa a malaria 
dubia enye juma. This is our vaccine. Also, my malaria vaccine. Aha. It is easy. And do come and tell you that one of malaria vaccine and then you have some tumtumno, some type of tumtumaba, amukawa, ACP, lunato, sedien, 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 ufaka enye juma. Nipa deseni edi ewudi wickedness and this is this is this is this is it. Huh? People have hatred for other human beings. They don't want person. Obitu ni anu say oh, eya si edo shodo. We are too much. Some people must die. Hey, how can you want to you you want to live but you want others to die? So is God foolish to allow eight billion people to be in the world? Do you think this earth is so small to contain eight billion people? Ah, come on. Do you know how big this world is? How many eight billion? I said people are so we are too much, so people must die. And that is why when COVID came, almost a target in Pinfonic is strategy no no. No mu pian pinfonic because I made a mo mabo intimidia mundika monko. And you know, in cool moka say yeah, clear in pinfonic system. That is how that is how wicked these people worship the flesh. But you are in the spirit. They say amen. That is why if you are in the spirit, you don't allow the things of the flesh to get hold of you. Because if you allow the things of the flesh to get hold of you, then the works of the flesh can dominate you. Amen. But I pray for you that you will stand tall in the spirit. Oh, say a good amen. Alright. And then it went on to say that verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, and long suffering simply means long patience, mean that we are betrayed. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. So if you live in the spirit, then every day of your life must be spiritual. Not today in the flesh, tomorrow in the spirit. Every day of your life must be spiritual. You don't need you don't need any anything you can see with your eyes before you want to believe. You know there are some people until you give them certain things, you know, they have that mentality of um so called Bruce and the Anomama will be because there are some people they feel that okay if I have this thing on me, if I have this handkerchief, if I have something on me, then you know me too I can stand well. No, 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 no. It's about the life that you have. When you have this life, no weapon from against you can prosper. Are you here with me? It is this life that makes the difference. Even if the devil wants to destroy you, because of the nature, your life that you have, the devil cannot destroy you. Because now you are in the spirit. And if the devil comes and tempts you, you can overcome the devil because you have the power and the glory to do that. Are you here with me, somebody? So we must not allow the works of the flesh to control us. We must not allow the works of the flesh to dictate to us. We must always walk in the spirit. If you allow your flesh to control you and dictate how you think and how you behave, I'm telling you, you will not see the kingdom of God. You will not manifest the power of God. Say, I'm different. And you must understand that we are different in Christ. You see, too many believers, they are in Rome, but they are behaving like they are in Ghana. 
They are in the spirit, but they are behaving like they are in the flesh. So you don't see any difference in their life. They are still saying the same things they used to say. They are still thinking the same way they used to think. Nothing has changed about them. In fact, they are even getting worse. Their behavior and attitude is getting worse. No. It must not get worse. It must not get worse. If there's anything at all, you must increase in the grace of the Lord. Amen, somebody. You must increase in the grace of the Lord. Amen. You must be in a position where the life of the Spirit is manifesting. This is what it means to live in the Spirit. Are you here with me? 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Are you from verse number 1? Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these damp idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a case. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, there are diversities of gift by the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries by the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities. But it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the, the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gift of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of Spirit, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one, to each one individually, as he wills. Amen? Let me add the verse 12. It said, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So, for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greek, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. Amen. So, Paul is saying here that we have been given the gifts of the spirit so that we can all play a role in the body of Christ. If you are not working the spirit, how can you, let's say, prophesy? You see, a lot of people are waiting for the prophet to come and prophesy. But how many Christians are prophesying? How many Christians are healing the sick? How many Christians are raising the dead? This is what everyone in the kingdom and in the spirit ought to be doing. In the flesh, you cannot do those things. But in the spirit, you can do those things. Are you here with me, somebody? In the flesh, you cannot heal the sick. If, it gets, if someone gets sick in the flesh, they go to the doctor, they do this, they do this. But if you are in the spirit, you are able to do spiritual things. And that is why you must have the spiritual understanding. When you come to church, everything about you must be spiritually aligned. If you come to church and you, are, you come here with your flesh, I tell you, you sleep. Because naturally, let me tell you, naturally, it, if you are listening to someone, you are sitting and you are listening to someone talking to you, you feel sleepy. Naturally. And that is why when you go to school, they have changed lessons. Because you cannot be listening to one teacher for 
one hour, you lose concentration. And the Bible, um, no, sorry, I said the Bible, I'm used to saying that. But even scientists say that the, the natural person's um, span for attention is 40 minutes. In other words, people will give you the first 40 minutes of their, of their attention. Beyond 40 minutes, they start sleeping. So if you come to church and then you are coming with your natural self, after one hour prayer, singing and everything, and by the time we start teaching the word, you have gone past your 40 minutes. And so if you are here with your, your natural self, you start feeling sleepy. But if you show up with the attitude of the spirit, listen, you can pray two hours and you don't feel tired. You can sit down for hours hearing the word and you're not feel tired. Why? Because you are listening by the spirit. And you're always happy that you are hearing the word. Are you here with me, somebody? So, so some are given the gift of healings. And I pray that some of you will receive the gift of healings this morning. You will receive the gift of prophecies this morning. You will receive the gift of power, the working of power. Things are going to happen to you in the name of Jesus. Every time when the Spirit of the Lord gives you something, it's for the profit of all, so that you can grow and grow in the Spirit. May we become a church that we are full of the Spirit and love to live in the Spirit. I hear with you, somebody. I pray that the things of the Spirit will excite you. I pray that spiritual things will be exciting to you. I pray that you go after spiritual things. I pray that your mind and your body and your soul shall be full of spiritual things. In the mighty name of Jesus, everything of the flesh is destroyed. And may everything about you be lifted up in the spirit from today in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.